Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 96 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing the best post-workout cooldown that is 100% going to help you with your soreness, the science behind why it works, and why you definitely want to start incorporating this ASAP. Now, when you are listening to this, I know we're a couple weeks into the new year, but this is the first podcast episode I'm recording in the new year, so happy new year. Now, when it comes to wellness and fitness, the new year for me is more of the same. I'm still doing my workouts on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm still doing strength and, you know, high intensity interval training. Like nothing has really changed for me. But I do realize that for many of you, things might be changing, right? You might be trying new workouts. You might be playing around with new toys. Um, There might be some new things on the horizon coming your way about wellness. I don't actually set resolutions. I think that they uh, set you up to fail. And that's because having small goals is way more sustainable. Next week, I'm going to go all into this about setting sustainable goals that you can actually achieve and create massive change. But this week, I wanted to share my formula for the best post-workout cooldown. Because regardless of what you think about resolutions, how you feel about them, your relationship with them, chances are you're probably doing some new stuff right now. I know there's a couple of people I follow on social media that got cool new toys, cough, cough, Peloton, cough for Christmas. And then they went from zero workouts to now doing like five workouts a week. Um, So I understand, right? With new things comes more soreness. So I wanted to share my favorite ways to stay feeling amazing, no matter how hard you're working out or whatever your new workout is now bringing you. So the perfect post-workout cooldown, which is actually proving to be quite the tongue twister, <laughs> was birthed out of necessity. At the time, I was taking a super fun interval class at the gym, and I needed a really quick way to do my self-care and mobility without having to bring more equipment to the gym or spending another hour stretching and moving and doing all this stuff. So in true body nerd form, I know you're not surprised to hear this. I tested it. I did it a few different ways. I tried some different tools. Even there was one day where I tried to do just one leg to see if it was really making that big of a difference. And it did. It was a huge difference. I was sore on one side. Uh, That was fun. Because I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that I was, you know, lifting more and working harder than I'd ever done before. And yet I still wasn't sore. So one of the other gifts of, you know, experimenting and working with this at the gym was that I had to use what was available, which means that you can do this exact same rollout with whatever you have, whether it's a foam roller or therapy balls, whatever you got laying around the house is going to be great for this. 
And of course, I think that therapy balls are more precise um, and they're fantastic for being able to get into specific areas and you can use them in really unique ways to create change in the muscles and the fascia in a way that a foam roller just can't. But if you just have a foam roller, you are still going to be able to get the job done and help avoid soreness. Because remember, when I was doing this at the gym, the foam roller was all I had. Um, I was lugging my therapy balls for a while, but you know, the surface, it was too squishy. There was just, there were so many excuses as to why the therapy balls weren't great for that. But foam rollers are fantastic for this. So if you're even considering or wondering, well, why would I want to avoid soreness? Who are you? No, I'm just kidding. But being in pain sucks, right? Whether it's self-induced from a workout or something happened and you're dealing with an injury. And I'm not talking today about injury rehabilitation specifically. This is really a good overall program that's going to help you with just run-of-the-mill soreness. Rolling after your workout not only helps you feel better in the short term, because again, who wants to be in pain, but it actually helps you to be even more ready for your next workout. Studies have shown that deep tissue post-workout not only increases mitochondrial production, so this means that the powerhouses of your muscles are ready and amped up and ready to go, uh, but it also reduces inflammation. So you literally are more recovered and better prepared for your next outing just from spending some time doing some massage. Plus, when you're not super sore, you just move better. So that means you can keep hitting your daily step goals and moving about your life without feeling like you're 175 years old. Now, there is something to be said, like, I love the feeling when you've done a hard workout and you can feel like you did it, but that's not the same as like, I have to hold on to the sink to stand up off the toilet because my legs are shot right? And we've all been there, right? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Like that's a level of soreness that we are trying to avoid with this. And also another metaphor to think about, right? In the kitchen, I always clean up and I clean my tools so that I can walk in the next day and make a delicious meal without the hassle. It's the same for your body, right? Spend a few minutes on a few key areas and then you can perform at your highest, whether it's another workout you have or just being more human and moving with freedom. So now the question, well, how long and what am I actually going to do? You want to spend at a minimum 90 seconds on each of the areas I'm going to talk to you about. And there are five of them. But since this is our cool down, you can actually spend five minutes or more per spot. Now, remember, if it's a before workout rollout, and if you want me to talk about a pre-workout warm-up um, and what I like to do, I can absolutely do that. I tend to do shorter intervals because I want to increase mobility, but I don't want to massage or roll so much that performance then decreases. Right. Remember, when we're doing massage, when we're doing stretching, we are relaxing the nervous system. And so if you're about to go do some sprints like I ran this morning, I don't want hamstrings and glutes that are super sleepy and stretched uh, because I need them to be reactive. So pre-workout, keep it short, 90 seconds, right? Post-workout, five minutes or more, totally, totally awesome. And to be honest, I don't really time things anymore uh, because 
as you get used to this and you do it more often, you can start to feel when things stop changing. So I always tell the members inside Movement Mavens, you know, roll until you stop feeling change happening or things stop hurting. Um, For some areas like your IT band, I think that stop hurting never happens, (laughs) but you do reach a point where it doesn't feel quite as intense. So when you're starting out, use a timer, but once you get into it, feel free to just like go with the flow, roll around, see how things feel, and then keep your eyes on, you know, watching Bridgerton, which hopefully by the time you're listening to this, I finished it because it's so good. So good. So the five key areas that you are going to want to hit up uh, first are your calves. Now, even if you're doing a Peloton workout um, or you're running or you're doing some weightlifting sort of thing, chances are your calves had to do some work. Also, I have yet to meet anybody who doesn't have tight calves. The whole world that we exist in is paved and graded, so we lose a lot of flexibility in our calves. There's a bunch of other reasons that calves can also be tight, but you know, I would bet money that if you've done a workout, your calves are going to be somewhat sore. So to do this, you're going to take your leg onto your foam roller, onto your therapy balls, but here's the biggest difference, and this goes for everything, every spot you're gonna do in this post-workout rollout, you're not going to roll up and down. You know, it's not like a like a dough roller, a pie. I'm totally blanking, but you know what I'm talking about. That thing to roll up the pie dough. And hopefully you're yelling that at your phone right now. It's not like that. I don't want you to roll from ankle to knee on the back of your leg and call it a day for your calf. But I want you to just literally plant your leg onto your object that you're using, whether it's a foam roller or the therapy balls, and then roll your leg from side to side. That's going to help to create some more commotion in and around the calf muscle and help to really speed up that recovery, right? So it's going to help to increase blood flow to the area, decrease that inflammation. This will still help with that mitochondrial production. Basically, you are skipping over the painful part, even though I know it can be uncomfortable, but to help your body be in a better environment for tissue healing and adaptation to occur. So soreness in the first place, definitely need to talk about this. Um, The reason why we're sore is because there actually has been, um, you know, these micro tears you may have heard in the muscle. The muscle was pushed beyond its limit. And so as it recovers and repairs, there's a little bit of soreness. If you go too far, there's a lot of bit of soreness and you may have even experienced a little bit of, you know, swelling or inflammation. But that is what helps you to get stronger. So it's not a bad thing. And it's not that you don't want to push your workouts to the point of feeling that soreness. But again, we definitely want to help our bodies heal and recover faster so that you can just move better and feel better. Also, if you have tight calves and you start to bake this calf mobility work into your post-workout time, uh, you'll be working on your calves fairly regularly. So it's a win-win situation. So I do that calf, almost like it's not quite a kebab, but it makes me think of like a calf rotisserie. If you have ever been to Los Angeles, there is a chicken, it's not a chicken store, but there's a restaurant here called Zanku Chicken that has rotisserie chicken that is insane. It is so delicious. So hopefully you are picturing Zanku Chicken on a rotisserie spinning. That's what you're doing with your leg, except you're only going back and forth. So I guess it's not really a good metaphor, but I'm a little bit hungry. Okay, so you're rolling your leg from side to side. Then you pick another spot, a little bit higher, a little bit lower. Remember, you can spend as much as five minutes here. And honestly, you could spend longer. You can spend too long. 
that is a thing. Uh, so I would say set that timer for five minutes and you're looking for things to stop hurting or just to stop changing. So maybe they hurt a little bit less, but then they kind of stay at that same level. Then that's a good sign to move on. The next place you are definitely going to want to hit up and make sure you're doing both sides, okay? Even if only one side is bugging you, please, please, please do both sides uh, because you are a whole person and whatever is going on, it's not going on on just one side. So for your hamstrings, exact same thing with the uh, foam roller or the therapy balls. This is a lot easier to do with therapy balls because you can do this seated. And same idea, right? The therapy balls or the foam roller is gonna go underneath your leg and we are not rolling from knee to the bottom of the pelvis. Uh, you're planting your thigh and then rotisserie chickening it <laughs> from side to side, right? So it's almost like it's rocking from side to side. And again, that's going to help to increase the blood flow. It's going to help to free up any of that stiffness that has set in post-workout. Um, and it's going to help to allow the tissue to have the environment to recover and heal faster. Another way that I like to do the hamstrings, especially because, you know, if you don't have a chair, or you want to do it with a different tool or you're using a foam roller or something like that. Another way you can do this, um, if you've ever seen those mobility sticks, sort of, Rad has one. I'll link to it in the description called the Rad Rod, and I'll use this on my hamstrings as well. Um, and that would be the one time that I would drag them up and down. But even with that, you're going to get so much better change and relief, not from rolling up and down, but by creating that kind of like cross fiber action where you're going back and forth across the muscle. Right. So in the case of your leg on top of the object, you are rolling your thigh back and forth. Um, but if you're using a tool like the rad rod or one of those mobility sticks, it's going to be you pulling the tool against your leg. But still really go for that uh, rotisserie action. I know I keep saying that. So I, I'm hoping it lands. Please do let me know. Uh, send me a DM. Let me know if this is making sense. But what you really want to get is for your hamstrings and even your calves um, to get a little bit of movement left and right. So it's not a ton. Um, but if you've ever felt like, you know, you grab a hunk of flesh and get it to move like that is what we are looking for. Because that to me is an indication that not only is the muscle itself getting the pressure of the massage, but you're also helping to free up any of that resistance or stiffness that may be between the muscle layers or between different muscle groups. So we're hitting up all the different levels of fascia, not just the fascia in and amongst the muscle itself. The next spot that you definitely don't want to exclude is your inner thighs. And sometimes I do inner thighs rather than hamstrings if I'm using just the foam roller because it's a little bit harder to get at the hamstring. So know that that is always an option. Um, your inner thighs and hamstrings share some common attachment points. So it's sort of like a sideways way to get some relief into the hamstrings um, if you can't directly get there. So for the inner thighs, uh, again, imagine that you're seated. I just turn my hips a little bit in one direction and then plant my inner thigh on top of the foam roller or the therapy balls, whatever tool you're using. And again, that same rocking action of the leg from side to side is going to help to massage and maneuver and free up any of the stiffness um, and just, you know, inflammation and post-workout soreness that may have already settled in to the muscles. 
Now, you may have heard that soreness was created by a buildup of lactic acid in your muscles. And this was something that I was told as a student athlete. I remember my coach being like, it's just the lactic acid, just like run it off, you'll be fine. And I was so pleased in college to learn that that is not actually true, right? So lactic acid is a totally normal byproduct of muscular output, like it happens, um, but your body reabsorbs it rather quickly. So I always envisioned like these little like shards of lactic acid that are in my muscles and that's why I'm sore. And that's that's just not true. So I wish I could go back to my coach. I think we're friends on Facebook, but that seems like sort of a petty thing to do. So maybe I won't. But now you know that is not the lactic acid, right? So it really is those micro tears and inflammation is happening. So everything about this post-workout rollout is designed to increase blood flow so that you can decrease inflammation and that healing process can happen just a lot faster. The next spot you're going to want to roll are your quads. And if you're like, wait, I just did lower body. Yes, we have a bonus. It's coming. Don't worry. Um, But chances are, again, whether you were spinning or you were pelotoning or you were running or you were hiking or you were just lifting, lower body is probably going to be tired. Um, So for the quads, my favorite way, again, with the foam roller or therapy balls would be laying face down. I'm looking for that rotisserie, that rocking action from side to side, rather than rolling up and down. So I think there's also a common misconception that if I just roll from end to end, I'm going to lengthen my muscles just like when I roll out pie dough. And that's not how things work, right? Remember, we are having a conversation with the nervous system and you're not going to change the length uh, between your hip and your knee. Like that's a fixed length because your bones are the length that they are. So what we really want to do is to improve the mobility and hydration of the muscles and the fascia, so the tissues together, and we can make that happen with that rocking action way more efficiently and effectively than rolling end to end. So like the pin roller, I still can't remember what that's called. I'm going to Google it as soon as we're done recording. And again, send me a DM. I can see it in my mind's eye. just can't remember what it's called. So you're doing your quads. You can do this face down. Like I said, you can also do it from the side. This is where the therapy balls really come into play because there's like six different ways you can roll your quads, right? You could do the two therapy balls on the side of your quad and get into your IT band a little bit. Um, You could do one on the outside, one on the inside and do like a quad stack. You could do one on the front of each and get the quads that way. Therapy balls, again, they give you more variety and choices, but with a foam roller, you can absolutely do this. So prop yourself up so that you're not putting a lot of pressure on your lower back. One thing I would do if I, let's say you're rolling out your left quad, I would bring my right shin up so that's on the ground. So I'm almost like on the shin of the right leg and just the left leg is on the quad. And then from there, creating that rocking action. So that helps your lower back. It lifts you up just enough so you're still getting enough pressure, but it's not just, you know, cranking into your lower back and overstretching or compressing there. Now, the bonus spot, because if you're like, wait a minute, we just did lower body, like how could this be? I want you to roll your upper back. Now, my favorite, most favorite of all way to do this is with a soft inflated ball about the size of a playground ball in the upper back, right between your shoulder blades, and then just do snow angels. 
right? Imagine you're in some snow and you're sweeping your arms up and down, letting your hands drag along the floor. Uh, you can do some rocking as well. Again, using the ball as a fulcrum and your rib cage becomes like the seesaw. And this is the bonus. The greatest part about using that soft inflated ball is it covers more surface area right? It covers almost the entirety of your upper back. So you're getting the mobility for your spine and a little bit of extension, which is the opposite of what happens when you're sitting at your desk or standing at your desk. And you're getting some mobility across the front of your chest and shoulders. So trust me, I have tried a bunch of different things. Oftentimes, I might throw in a little bit extra if I know that, you know, this area is going to be a little bit more tired, but when I stick to calves, hamstrings, inner thighs, quads, and then the bonus of the upper back, it does everything, truthfully, right? You're not going to feel anywhere near as much soreness and promise me you'll do both sides so that you aren't walking around with like one sore leg and one not sore leg. <laughs> and I know it seems like it's too simple to be true, but trust me, trust me, I have tried all those things and I just, I just keep coming back to this every single time. And not being sore means that I can keep living my life. I can do my workouts as they're planned. I can go on a hike after a workout without worrying about being too sore to function. Does that happen sometimes? Absolutely. But 99.9% .9 of the time, I'm able to keep my body moving well and feeling well so that I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to be worried about pain. I don't have to be worried about soreness. And also when you're moving better, you're moving more efficiently and you don't have to worry about injuries as much because you're able to move better. So give it a try and let me know how it goes. And of course, you could do your own experiments or you could just do this and get back to feeling amazing and building strength without being worried. The choice is yours, okay? Speaking of which, I am teaching a free class in just a couple of weeks where I'm gonna be sharing everything I know about how to get stronger without getting hurt, including how to plan for pain and the foundations for good movement so that you can keep getting stronger and keep enjoying your life with less less pain. Plus, the doors for Movement Mavens officially open for enrollment right after. So if you want to sign up for this class, you can head on over to aewellness.com slash get strong, all one word, and snag your spot. It all happens on January 23rd, 2021. So rolling pin. I knew I was going to get it. That's what it's called. I was going to ask you, send me what it is. It's a rolling pin. Oh, thank goodness. I feel so much better. And I did not Google it. It just, it finally came to me. How convenient. <laughs> so if you have any questions about today's post-workout rollout, if you have any experiments you have done yourself, or you just want to show me that you are doing it and feeling amazing, send me a DM or tag me on Instagram. I am at Hala for Mala, or you can call the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501. And before I go, don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and everything else lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And truthfully, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to listen today. I hope that you got some fun movement in while you're listening. I always walk Ella when I'm listening to podcasts, or at least you have something planned. 
And if you enjoyed this week's episode, hit that subscribe button on whatever player you are listening on. If you really like today's episode, I would be so grateful if you left a five-star review wherever you are listening, or you just share it with someone who needs to hear this today. Share it with your workout buddy. Uh, Share it with your partner because you're tired of hearing them complain about their soreness. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. It might start things, but just, just share it. Share the love. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, way less soreness, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.